What is up? It is that time again. We are preparing for a new quarter at The Juice, and what a good time to talk about our company rocks, our quarterly rocks, the process, how we go about it, what we're doing, maybe what we learned from this last quarter. I'm bringing on Jonathan to talk about why we do rocks at The Juice, and hopefully you can learn something about what we're doing from an operating principles perspective. I felt like this is a good topic to bring to the show. If you like what we're doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Sign up for the creator page waitlist. Looking for a place to consolidate your work and distribute your content to a new audience? Just join the waitlist. Link is in the show notes. We're going to be releasing creators and batches. You could be next. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up? Welcome back to the show. We are going to be talking about quarterly rocks. I think we've talked about it on the show at some point, but it just seemed like I was thinking about this show for this week and thinking about what we were responsible for in our individual roles this week. We are on the, I don't know, is it the weird calendar or the right calendar, but our quarter's ending. What do you think, Jonathan? Is it the weird or the right? I've been on both. I like the February fiscal calendar. It's the Salesforce calendar, as some people refer to it. But I like it, especially in Q4, because it means your end of year is not at the same time as the holidays, and you're trying to cram business into family time and family time into business time. And so it alleviates that as well as some other just like timing throughout the year. So that's what I, I think it's the right calendar for a business, but it's uh, I, I've, I grew up in it uh, professionally, so maybe I'm biased. I don't like to be worrying about work during the holidays, so I will say I'm in favor of it. Uh, But we're closing shop on one quarter, starting a new quarter. So wanted to give you an understanding of like what the processes we go through at the Juice to align on priorities. And we're going to do that by talking about the rocks and what those are and the reasons behind them. Um, But maybe before we jump into that, we, I can't even remember, I don't think, what I had for, for breakfast, Jonathan, but a lot happened this last quarter at the Juice. Obviously, startup mode, challenges, a lot of successes, stuff happening. Like From your seat, what are some things that you learned this past quarter? Man, how much time do we have? Uh, it's been it's been a quarter that I think uh, more than other quarters. This has really felt like there have been really high highs and not low lows, but certainly like bigger challenges. The business is growing to a point. You know, we we spent a lot of time in pre-launch mode and then launch mode, and now it's kind of like all right, we're we're a real business doing real shit now, and like that just brings on a whole litany of real problems. And so we had huge wins. We launched creator pages, uh, just a massive win. But then we're like, okay, we don't really know what to do with creator pages now. And we've worked through that. And that was always part of the plan is like, let's get it live and see what happens. And then we, you know, just ongoing like positioning, pricing, messaging challenges, um, technical challenges, roadmap planning challenges, hiring, transitioning challenges. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's we're we're a real boy now. We're real grown up and, and having real business problems, but it's been good. I, I'd say, you know, I was even looking at engagement metrics uh, today for the platform and we had a great spike with creator pages and you and I have talked about having launchable moments. I think we need to continue to do that because that, that had a very tangible impact on the business in March. And you can see that across all of our metrics, right? So I think that's something that we proved out. We've proven out now kind of quarter over quarter works. And so we need to keep having those moments in time where we can spike traffic and member acquisition. And then 
we've still got time left in this quarter. So uh, I can't speak in um, complete completion around the, our sales number, right? There's, there's a number out there that we could still get, um, but it's going to depend on how the last 48 hours go here. The last uh, 24 have been exciting. So I'm excited to see what's next. What, what's a hit maybe on the messaging thing? Cause like, this is something my head, my head space is in. So we know we've gotten feedback. We know by just looking at it, that we have evolved to a point where we need to make some updates on our, our marketing site to make sure that what we're talking about to customers, to future customers, to our members is more reflective of what's actually happening. That is a process I'm sure you as marketers have gone through. It's like, all right, next iteration. So that's like on the docket for me going into Q2 is like, how do we improve this? One thing that I will say just in the positioning stuff is this uh, idea of we've talked, we're competitive people. We've talked a lot about like picking fights and getting attention. And the one thing we continue to like have hit on ever since I joined day one, this has been part of the conversation is content syndication and how we think content syndication is a waste of money. And we've been on rants about it. Now I'm trying to be more formal with our communication regarding the, the, the fight we're picking with content syndication Publish something today. Uh, I got messages from members of our team, like direct messages that were just like, this is like my favorite thing you've ever written. And I was like, you know what? That's great. That makes me feel good. But I think it was because it was so intentional and we know the pain of wasting money on content syndication. And we and what we're building feels like the more modern way and a better way to connect with people who you're trying to educate through your content. So I imagine we'll continue this drumbeat going, but I know you're competitive. Maybe share some perspective on like what you'd like to see or what do you think is possible and just injecting this fight we're picking with content to syndication and everything we do. Yeah, I don't like, so it's interesting you use the word competitive because I will actually start there, but I don't think about it as competing with syndication. And that's something we've wrestled with since the very start is, you even share in this blog post, talk to hundred marketers in hundred days when we were launching the business, ask almost all of them about content syndication explicitly and unanimously. It was, people hated it, right? Except for there was one guy, I still remember him. I always remember him that loved his content syndication program. And it, I remember him because he was literally the only one. And so I, I was really hesitant to say we compete in the content syndication space because I didn't want to be lumped in the providers that everyone already hates because the syndication program is so the, the experience is so terrible. So I I've told I've, we've talked about it as a team. Like we we want to steal that budget. I'm not sure we want to compete with syndication. Now I'm not so sure. Like screw it. Like let's fight. Like let's let's just call it out and let's call it out for the garbage that a lot of it is. There's probably some out there doing really good work, but the transactional low quality syndication program. Like, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's beat that down because uh, marketers hate it. They want to find a better way. We can be that way. And I, I was, we've talked about this as well. Um, you, you use the word compete. I've talked about, you know, every hero needs a villain. And I think we we've built up the modern day marketer as our, as our hero in our story, but we haven't, there's been a, there's been a lot of like 
minor villains in our story along the way. But this is, and we'll, we'll see, time will tell. This could be another minor villain for us along the way, or this could be something that really resonates and this becomes the villain, the uh, beast that we end up slaying. Yeah, and just to put a punctuation note on this, I think compete from my end is more the on the budget side, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think by mentioning content syndication and why we're picking a fight with content syndication, because as marketers, we've all been in that chair where we've, decided to sign up for a content syndication program because we have extra budget and we need more leads. And so I think by associating what we're doing with something that is more recognizable gives us the opportunity when we're telling our story about who we are, what we do and the problems we solve, it it maybe makes a, a stronger connection out of the gates. That's not formal, but those are just the thoughts that are running in my head when we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, to me, right? If we can, if we can pin that syndication thought in the the brains of our uh, future customers, that that's a that's a really low bar to set for that's us right. to be able to surpass, right? Like, there's some psychology there. Like, all right, think about syndication. Screw that. I hate that. All right. Now here's how we get you the same results or better results, but in a better way. Um, so, so there's something there. And like I said, we're, we're experimenting with it. We're testing it. We're dipping our toe into that water and uh, we'll see where it takes us. But it's certainly something that could be improved for B2B marketers. And we think we can be a part of the solution. All right. Let's talk about rocks. So you have every quarter that I've worked at the juice, we've worked on rocks and I feel like a lot more comfortable, like more efficient is the word. Like as I'm working through these things, um, based on the way it's all laid out and kind of, we know what we need to do, but like, it's more formalizing it. So I think we maybe have talked about rocks before, but maybe just like give some background on what rocks is, what's the process, like what's the intention, any of that sort of information I think would be helpful. Yes. So I'll say if we have any like, EOS implementers listening or people who are, are really into formally EOS, like they might cringe at some of what uh, we'll say or explain, uh, but rocks are based off of the entrepreneurial operating system or EOS as it's often shortened. And so it's meant to build traction in a business. There's a book called Traction that talks about the entrepreneurial operating system. And so rocks are really just a way for you set annual rocks as a business, as a company, and then you set quarterly rocks that support you getting to those annual rocks as a company. And then we all set individual quarterly rocks that support those quarterly rocks. So it's really just a way to set the direction for the business and then make sure that kind of everyone's goal setting trickles down throughout the entire business. Everyone has, uh, you have three to five annual rocks, three to five company rocks. And then we aim for one to three individual rocks per quarter. We draft them in the smart format. So, uh, Gosh, I'm going to blank on the all the descriptions now. Measurable is always the one I'm most interested in. That's the data analyst in me of the M of the smart, attainable, realistic, timely. What is the S, Brett? Specific. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. We uh, define them in smart format. This is good. It's, it means it's set in. It's If you're able to recall it. Uh, um, but it's interesting. I've been at three different... This is now my third organization in a row that has uh, implemented EOS. Um, we did it at a brewery when I was at the brewery, uh, we did it extremely poorly. We did it ourselves and, uh, we didn't do a good job of following it because it also has a like weekly cadence meeting agenda and some other like, uh, operational kind of guardrails in place. 
we we broke the mold pretty quickly at the brewery and it just didn't stick. We used rocks, but not very well. I went to Springbuck Healthcare Analytics platform where I was at prior to the juice, implemented it. It was rocky at first, and then they hired an actual EOS like implementer. There's you can actually they have software that you can use. Um, and it, it was really starting to take off as I left there. And then we've implemented it. I always refer to it as a lightweight version of the juice. Uh, we don't use any of their formal software or we don't formalize the process too much, but from a rock setting, meeting cadence perspective, we've been using it. And I think it's just right for us right now. I would love to maybe make it a little bit more structured or have a implementer or some, some teaching into it uh, in the future, but it works great for us at the stage we're at. I think so, I'm, I'm biased. So I think it's working. So speaking of stage and where we're at, so this is the first, maybe first time that I can recall that I, when I'm creating my rocks, I'm realizing quickly that my rocks are reliant on not only what I'm in control of, but the work of other people. So we're talking a lot about product-led growth strategy. We're talking a lot about, um, improved claim experience on our site. We're talking a lot about creators and creator pages. I realized as I'm forming this that I, in order for me to like set this in stone, I need to get a pulse or a gut check with other individual stakeholders on the team who are responsible for those sp specific areas. And getting on the same page with them early ensures that I at least have a chance to hit the rock by the end of the quarter. And if I didn't do this or wasn't mindful of this, I'd be do just doing a bunch of shit that would never amount to anything. So in my experience, I think maybe it's the stage and where we're at as a business, but like the work that we're all doing, it, it's, it's kind of no more working in a silo. Everybody, what everyone's doing impacts everyone, everyone else. So I'm sure you as a leader of the business have been observing these sorts of trends, but is that kind of like a measurement for just like where we're at as a business and just the fact that we kind of all need each other at this point? Yeah, it's good. And I think that's the whole point of defining rocks, right? Is it forces you to have conversations that otherwise, you know, you would probably have them knowing who you are, but like it really like it forces you to have a very specific conversation around a very specific item where otherwise you could just be working with out having that conversation, not knowing exactly what's happening. So, so that's, that's the whole goal as well as you're actually not the first person who's mentioned that to me specifically this quarter. So I, I think that's a good thing that we are all starting to think about our rocks, not so much in silos, but I think the more kind of overlap there is in the rocks, that, that's the goal, right? Because they, they all should be driving towards the same company rocks and the same annual rocks. And I think we're all getting more comfortable with what that means and, and some of the dependencies that we have on each other. And yeah, I think that's the stage that we're at of uh, we're fortunate. We've got you know 10 team members. Uh, so if you need to have a conversation, you can have that and you can make a decision very quickly and, and formalize it and move on. And um, it's interesting you mentioned that because again, you're not the only person that has said that to me already this quarter. So each quarter, the rocks and, and not everyone hits their rocks, right? We, I, every week we say on track, off track when we're talking about it and not all the rocks are on track. I've got one this quarter that well, not on track, off track. And I would say no, no issues because I think we learn something in the process, but like, how do you, like, how does like performance 
and business goals, objectives kind of fit in with like you either hitting a rock or not for each quarter? What EOS, the the guidance that EOS gives is you should hit at least 80% of your rocks, which means um, if you're hitting 100%, you're not setting ambitious enough goals, probably. Uh, If you're hitting less than 80%, you're probably setting too ambitious of goals or the wrong goals. And I think we, I think we've actually been around eighty percent um, the the quarters that we've had it implemented, but then throughout the quarter to measure the on track off track, uh, there's also a scorecard component. Part of the weekly agenda that we, the EOS kind of guides you through is reporting on um, a scorecard, and so we use that um, to again support the rocks that we're all working on. So that's that's a easy, um, very easy like glance of how, where things sit and where things are going and trending. But you're right. We, we set rocks every quarter that three or four weeks in, we realized, you know what, that actually probably wasn't a priority. And I, I think that is a shortcoming of being, of being on that quarterly cadence. Sometimes what becomes a rock is just what's top of mind at that point in time. And, and obviously the structure tries to work around that just by having the, the top down structure. But we have rocks every quarter that we either pivot mid quarter or uh, we just know are going to be off track and that's okay. Um, we need, that just means we need to dedicate resources to the other rocks. And some of that stage, although I don't think you're ever going to grow out of that, I think that's a pretty common thing no matter the stage. But what we try to avoid doing is doing that too often. I do a mid, mid-quarter kind of check-in with everyone. You know, if it's a, That's a good timeline to change a rock if needed, but we've really only like changed a rock or moved the goalpost probably less than a handful of times. So the team has done a really good job of communicating and, and goal setting. I am gonna well, we're gonna close it out with this. We're looking ahead to Q two. Imagine there's gonna be two scenarios here. Both scenarios involve you walking onto a stage and communicating to a group of people. The first scenario is every member who has signed up for the juice is in this room. The next scenario is every customer that is using the juice to distribute content the modern way. So two different scenarios. If you're walking up to the stage and the answer could be the same both, I don't know, but what would be the thing you are most excited to update them on each group about the work that we're going to be putting forth this quarter? Not to put you on the spot, but to put you on the spot. (laughs) Yeah, not to put me on the spot, but uh, to be on the spot. Man, that's, that's a great question. And honestly, I have been, so I, me personally, I've gotten, so I've been trying to clear the deck all week, end of quarter, like stay focused on the end of quarter. And tomorrow I actually have time blocked to work on my rocks. So I'm telling on myself a little bit that I haven't worked on them, but I've got time blocked tomorrow to spend heads down time doing it. So I might have a different answer in 24 hours, but I would say on the member side, we're continue like, we are only focused on what is we're doubling down on what's working right now. People are loving their digest. So we're only going to make that digest better from a design functionality perspective. We're going to do a better job of, of recommending content to you based off of that. We've seen the performance of that and we're it's only going to get better. Um, and so I'm excited to, to kind of pour into what's working there. On the customer side, door number two, we're still a little unsure of what this means. And I think this could be a member thing as well, but we signed a, a partnership with G2 to integrate their data and um, integrate their categories into our product. And so I think that'll be a great way for brands to see where their content fits into the scheme of their category. And same thing for our members to explore categories. 
I just think there's going to be so much power in that. And it's just another lens to look at the the content through our platform on. And that's, that's a little bit top of mind because we did just sign that contract. But um, even what, what's been exciting about that is G2 is excited about it because of the the overlap in each other's audiences. So that's going to be really cool. I don't know exactly what it's going to be yet, but I think that's going to be really awesome. And then I, Brad, I would argue there's a door three for creators and communities, maybe a door three and a door four creators and communities on our platform. And there's, there's some cool stuff planned there as well. And that's, that's the opportunity we have. And also the challenge that we have is how much our product is capable of and, and focusing on the right things at the right time. And that is exactly what rocks are in place to do. So we'll see where that nets out next quarter. Yeah. Maybe you can put me on the spot next week and ask me about creators and what I'm excited about. Cause there's a lot there. You did a nice job. Nice answers. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about all of those things as well. Hopefully if you're out there listening and you're a customer want to be a customer, definitely talk to us or a member, give you a little peek behind the curtain. What's going on at the juice. Jonathan, well done. Thank you for leading us forward. And as we drop this, we will be, I believe, in Q2 on the other side of this. So let's get at it. Let's get after it. Thanks, Brett. I am ready to roll with my rocks. I'm ready to continue to push the initiatives of brand building forward at The Juice. I am excited for this next quarter. Fresh start, new start. Let's get going. We got a good conversation on Friday. Dan Mills, VP of Marketing at Wistia, talking about overcoming obstacles to get going with video. Really enjoyed this one. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. We'll be back with more Modern Day Marketer this week.